This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Blurred Comics, the co- podcast about blackness and blurred shit from the two crazy people that you are listening to, the couple of <laughs> Who mixed went black live words. before we were ready to right. go live. Right. Uh, it is I, Blurred of the Bay Area, Blurred Vision. And it you is will know me, why. Ray Gun, which means nothing to y'all right now, but. <laughs> neither neither does my name. My name does not mean anything to it you as of right now. But we are on our second podcast of the night. Mm. Well, it, for me, it's my fourth today. No, because I forgot you had. Yeah, see. I'm tired. <laughs> t- we, could, we could do this quick. We could be good. Um, yeah, I know you're tired, girl. Mm. I know you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've been busy. My my so-called day offs from the shop are my busiest days. Yeah. Because I'm trying to do all the stuff that I don't get done. Um, Podcasting the, yeah, during the yeah. week. Uh, but we just got off a recording from um, the podcast Storytellers, which is one of the podcasts under the single simulcast by Rashani. Um, yes. Excuse me. Uh, and uh, what we did was a couple months ago, Rashani hit us up and old man Wade and said, I'm going to restart up this show. And basically what it is, is four people tell five minutes of a story disconnected, like a game of telephone. And all you get to hear is the person whose story came right before you. And you had to tell a story. So it could go anywhere. It could take turns. And um, we're not going to spoil anything for those of you who want to check it out because it was, it was an interesting story. Uh, Blur Vision and I went back to back. So our stories are well, very cohesive. I mean, I think, yeah, I think we did, and we did a lot of uh, blurdy shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So we went you know. blurdy with it. Uh, so the first, the first part of the story was told by Rashani. The second part of the story was told by Old Man Wade. I only heard the clip of Old Man Wade, and so then I tell my part of the story, and then. Blair Vision got to hear only my part of the story to, to wrap it up. So I was responsible for the climax. You were responsible for how it wrapped up. Um, how do you feel like that experience was just hearing me, just hearing my part of the story to tell yours? Right. And so so when what I, I did like when we went into my part is that I had heard the whole thing and I kind of I was I was just waiting to see how you guys kind of reacted to the whole thing because I was the I was the you know the oh when we were doing I was the, the playback on on uh, Rashani's episode right so yeah and it, it's it's it was hard to go I mean it was hard to go last because you don't know what happened and you don't know all your right. all your I'm tying up a lot of things that may not even have needed to be tied up or yeah. even need to be or even were strings that needed that were there you know yeah. So it's, it was, I liked it because then it is a very, you know, pop playing popcorn is, you know, popcorn is going to popcorn. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it was, I, I liked the idea and I don't know why I let myself stress out so much about it. Like at first when I signed up, right. I, I just, I just signed up because if Rashani was like, Hey, I need y'all to do something. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do right. it. Because it's Rashani, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, we was all just like, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then and I didn't really think about it until he sent me the assignment, and I was like, oh fuck, I really like I didn't really think about fully like was I prepared to drop a five minute story when I only had part of the story to go off of, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, from from Wade's version of it, uh, it seemed like a very serious story to me, um. And so I was, I was like, okay, like I gotta be serious about this thing, but I also can't help that if I'm gonna find, like, because of what had to happen and a, a particular event had to happen, I had to figure out what that event was, and I decided to make right. it. I decided to make it nerdy, and um, uh, but it was fun. I I did mm-hmm. like hearing, mm-hmm. I did like hearing all of it, and I do feel like it is. Um, it shows you like how in four people it shows you how quickly you can be miscommunicated or misinterpret right. something. So like the whole time we were listening back, like when we were recording to just a, you know an hour or so ago, listening to everybody's story, I was like, "This is the CDC." Someone at the top was like, 
14 days quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then someone else heard 10. And then someone else heard five. Five. <laughs> and now so we're like, will. just go to work with positive. It's fine. Like, I feel like that's how quickly it could it could go it could, to where like we don't understand, like I don't understand why five days is an appropriate amount. Of- it is yes. <clears throat> in that, in that, that is very I mean, I get like there are certain people that yes, but you can't even put that out there because there are certain people. If you're asymptomatic, already been uh, vaccinated, everything is great. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. You got it. But essentially, your body was already able to fight it. And you were already kind of, you know, kind of down the road. Yeah. Right? Um, But when it's like, okay, you got a positive test. After five days, if you good, you good. Yeah. What? 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 I, like, what? I need. Huh? I need more information. I'm also. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I just got a heated blanket. Girl, I know. I'm, so I'm excited. Did you? Is it weighted or heated? It's heated. Okay. I, have I know my you weighted had that weighted still, one. Yeah. My okay. my black panther. I still got that one, but this one's heated because it's cold. It. It. You can see why a lot of times people have to go over a lot of communications because they got to see what mm-hmm. it's right hand doesn't know what left hand is doing. Yeah. And it's and that was in story form. It's a really good experiment. I, I had a lot of fun doing it because like when listening back to Rashani's portion of it, what I didn't know was that he had three word prompts to, to yeah, I didn't know that his either. story. Off. And I, in hindsight, like maybe I remember him saying that, but I didn't remember at all. So when he said it on the show, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't do the prompts. Like I was like, I didn't like did, I missed it. Did he give us those prompts? No, what he said was it was for whoever the first storyteller was. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. his story prompts were security deposit box, nose picker, and I don't remember the third one. Third one. Yeah, I don't know. But 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 that but now that I know that that was happening, I realized Rashani was saying it multiple times in his thing. In his thing, he was making sure that that was, but 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 see, but also it went when it went to Wade he went a whole different route so he you went, didn't he even did. hear that he 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 did say nose picker but i remember thinking that is a random as old man way moment that, oh okay I like see. like i remember it have like i remember when he talked about his the character being a nose a nervous nose picker and i was just like i was like man way to make some weird any way he can and i just you know what i'm saying so like i mm-hmm. didn't add it to my part because i didn't realize it was, it was an a, emphasis, you know, something to emphasize. Right. Well, which which was just like, let's see how it happens. It would have been, it might have been weird if every step of the way you just that got saying, brought up, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I fix I fixated on a different aspect of the story that that he created, which was a sick relative, mm-hmm. and so I went, I like dug in on that part of it versus necessarily the big event that was supposed to happen. Like I, I mentioned, I, I get us to the big event, but I, I'm really focused on the, the, the sister part being so important that by the time it gets to your story, the sister part is playing a pretty heavy role right, right. in it. It'd be interesting to see how far that would have gone if we had even had, if we had like more, too. more people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was fun. I, I would do that again. Um. If anything, like the experiment was was good because it was like I've been I've been tr- thinking about this graphic novel for a long time. You know, you and I have talked about it several times. I yes. haven't I, I have some notes here and there, but I haven't actually really like started to sit down and like arc it out and, and things like that. Um, but having these kind of little things, I was like, you know, I could just give myself little prompts and just write little sections. Like boom. Yeah. Make part. it yeah. more bite-sized yeah. and chewable, so I'm not so daunted by the fact that, like, I'm sitting there trying to tell a big ass story. Um, they do say, I mean, they do say when you have a, when you have a, I mean, if you focus on just like you know, focus on day to day. By the time you know that, then you know you're down the road. But if you focus on one part of that, and by, you know the next part and the next part, then it all gets it's easier to manage. Like you said, it's bite-sized. It's easier, easier to manage through that whole thing. But if you think that you have this big daunting task, you're yeah. looking at it as Herculean and you're like, nah, I don't want to, you know. I don't yeah. It's so easy to like give up before you even get going. Um, and it's so funny too. Like I, I even, I'm even thinking about like why I let myself get so stressed out to do this thing. Right. That was really just like a fun. Oh gosh, right. It was just homies. But I mean, I, I, and I get it. I mean, it wasn't that I stressed. 
but I was like, I hope I, it was like a, a lot of hope in it. Yeah, like I want to do good. I want to do good for my friend, for his (laughs) podcast. I want to do good because I don't want to, um, you know, embarrass myself, I guess, on on the thing. But I would do it again. I it 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 already makes me feel like I need to do stuff like this more often to, like, get myself in that kind of creative headspace. It was fun, though. I enjoyed it. You think it's like um like having like workshopping it you know what i'm saying like yeah. workshopping your book and, and, and doing things like oh, okay here's a scenario boom 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 so yeah. then you can kind of get your creative because i don't see why way. you and i don't write one together right like we we have some <laughs> things in line right. we've been talking about this kind of shared story or a story that has an overlap anyway um that, yeah about the, so yeah we could just do shit like that like i just wrote a chapter or <laughs> i just wrote a section your turn you know just see just see what happens with it for the experiment of it. Um, but one thing I always have to bring this up, and I didn't say anything on, on Rashani's uh, episode, but I was laughing about it, is every time we're in a group chat, a group video chat, old man Wade raises his hand mm-hmm. to speak, and it is yeah, so like, hey, cute. Here, and, and when he speaks, <laughs> it's always some ratchet-ass thing that he's about to say, but he raised Like he his couldn't hand. have blurred it out, yeah. Yeah, like he didn't blurt out the ratchetness. He just raised his hand, and it cracks me up every time he does that's a, this. That's, I mean, that, it, it, you, re, you, you know what's funny is that you, you realize all the little things that you're, give, you're, like you're taught over time, the little things, just little things like that, like raising your hand, mm-hmm. you know. And it's also, it's weird how, like, you know, we do say bye, like it's a phone call, right? Yeah. You know, we, you know, but, but a lot of times people, <laughs> right. When people do um, uh, Zoom meetings, they're always like, like you I know, know like, you like, don't how, know how to get out of it. Right. Ever. Yeah. So there's, there, there are little things like the other day I was telling, how did I say? I was telling the, the girls, like I was, I think it was coaching or something. I was telling the girls to be quiet and like two of them put their hands up like this. And I was like, oh, y'all, y'all do that too? Like. I used to do that when we was at uh, Dudley Arthur S. Dudley Elementary School. Oh, really? You did that? Yeah. You know how that is at Spinelli? Mm-hmm. You know how none? We didn't do that in Spinelli. So it was like Boy Scouts. It was like wolves are around, so be quiet or some bullshit <laughs> story that they gave us. You know what I mean? Like, be quiet. You might, you know. But it, it's kind of like everybody be quiet. So, you know, when a teacher puts it up. Okay. Everybody looks around and they start putting it up and everybody's like, oh, shit. Like, it's kind of like... um. You know when people do this, and then yeah. you look around and everybody's touching. Oh, you don't want to be the last person, so gotcha. Uh, but yeah, little little things, and I, I that yeah, I I saw that too, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so that was fun. <sighs> I will do it again. Shout out to Rashani. Mm-hmm. Shout out. I, so I I interchanged. I know he said his actual name on the I know show, <laughs> but I always thought he didn't do it on a show. So that, like I will interchange between Rashani in person uh, and then, yeah. or on the show and then Derek in, in real life. And then when he said his name, I was like, oh, he said his name. Um, yes. So, yeah, but I, it's, it's, I, I do know his name. I just, I yes. just switch it. Like it's same with, so same with old man Wade. Like I know his actual name, but I call him Wade. Right. On the show. That's what I was and then I gotta um, remember what his actual name is when I text him. <laughs> when you have to actually <laughs> like there's been know, times sometimes... when his wife has sent me a message and she'll say his name and I'll be like, wait, what? Oh, 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 oh yeah, you know, yeah, like wait, you're talking about uh... <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes you'll I'll be on there with um about to text my you know, like my brother or something, and I'll be like, I put you know, like I put in SH and I'm like, no, wait, oh no, it's you know, it's under this name, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. Um, but so in the these are mm-hmm. in the these are characters and such in the in the story. story so if you want to get context and hear the story, go if you want to know who Ray Gunn is and and who and the who blurs the blurs of the Bay Area, Boba. Okay, Boba. Um, then yes, you'll have to listen to the next episode of Storytellers and follow them on Google and Apple and Spotify and all the things. Yeah. yeah. But that was fun. Um, So I'm going to ask you this time, since you usually ask, ask uh, what did you do blurdy this week? What have I done blurdy lately? We need to get someone to do it. You know what? I'm going to talk to Stephanie. Because you know Stephanie is singing. Yes. Singing. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Got to get, get somebody. <laughs> I have. Uh, what have I done, blurdy lately? Oh, um, 
I've been on Encanto. That's my that's my Disnerdy. Disnerdiness. Um, I love it. It's very good. It's a good story. And you knew there was going to be some back. Did we talk about it last week? Not really, because uh, we had Lane last week, so we kind of yeah, more focused okay. on, on that. So, yeah, so, yeah, you knew there was going to be some bangers on there because Lin-Manuel Miranda did it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's, I mean, obviously there's Vero, Vero, Vero very thick Latino, Afro-Latino, just because of, you know, uh, the, uh, the Most Colombians. of the actors were Colombian. Really? Yeah. A lot okay. of the actors were Colombian or African or Afro-Colombian, um, okay. which I, I, cause I, I did the Googles cause I wanted to know like who was all being represented in terms of yes. the story and stuff like that. So yeah, most of them just happened to be Colombian, Afro-Colombian. Um, Mirabel, the girl, the, 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 the girl is the main character mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually one of the characters on that, um, on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I love. Um, well, before it was not like it's bad. Oh, is she voiced show. by? Yeah, by... she's the she's the mean one that kind of talks like this on no the show. Shit. Yes, that's great. But you know what's funny? Okay, so she is Rosa on that show, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's very dry, and she's just yeah. you know talks you know. And yeah, so, we it. right. So they say that, or she even says, is that people will come up oh. to her and say do Rosa. And then she's like, well, I'm not really Rosa. You know what I mean? Like, this is my real voice or whatever. I talk like this. And they're like, oh, I hate, oh, I don't like you when you're not Rosa. <laughs> so she's like, you like my character more than you like me. But That's hilarious. Yeah, it was, no, yeah, I guess so. now it makes sense because she does, she is a, she isn't in, in the Heights mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, so right. I guess that makes sense. But I, I didn't peg it. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have caught it. I didn't catch it. Um, but but yeah, I instantly a... caught John Leguizamo as soon as he popped up. Yes. I was like, I was like, that's John Leguizamo. Um, and uh... I also found a Japanese version of "We Don't Talk About Bruno" on the TikTok. I was, I was gonna tell you because I saw one that had went through all the different voices, and it just was the the dance. That get, hey, that song is that song is the shit. Uh, the drip, uh, 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 the uh, yeah. pressure. Yeah, that thing. You know what that, I mean? so, that is the song. Um, yeah, and the and the magical, uh, the family magical at the end when she's like when she's like hitting, rapping and rapping and rapping, and then mm-hmm. she's like, you know, when she's trying to tell the kids like she is a part of a special family, but she doesn't have a gift. I mean, they're not giving yeah. too much away, but but when she says my my favorite part is when she says my family's special and I'm a part of that family. So, <laughs> and then the kids are like, what eh? you know, what is your gift? So. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, check That's that out. Good. There's um, so that was the the blur. I was I'm trying to get into Boba. Uh, I have not watched the first two episodes. I wanted to watch two, mm. right? And so um, is that the is the second episode tomorrow or the third? I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. I'll tell you why. But I don't. Oh, so I don't see. know. I, don't I know wanted to ask you. I was coming to ask you because <laughs> I was wondering because I understand and I know that your Star Wars fan mm-hmm. has kind of waned, and you went to you went you went to the Marvelness. Well, so for me, I I feel like most of my Star Wars fandom comes after childhood. Like I always did like Empire. That was always my favorite movie from childhood and stuff like that. And um, I'll still write for the the Ewoks. I don't care what anybody says. Um, <laughs> they're super cute. I don't care. Um, also, I just like the idea of like something short and hairy and cute. And coming out and save the day. Yes, right? Like, that's my dream. Um, I'm not super hairy, but like, you know, I got a mustache now. So what are you gonna do? Um, (laughs) I got little chin hairs. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Um, Man, I will rock. If if I grew a real mustache, I would rock the shit out of it. FYI, I don't care. I think lady statues. If it was like a Billy D. Williams, you will not fuck with me because I will be walking around with a Billy D. No problem. Anyways. Um, that right mine doesn't come in dark enough for it to be to stick around um for it to be there 
So, uh, so mine doesn't either. Of, so, <laughs> so, um, so most of my Star Wars fandom, my intense Star Wars fandom, really started after Tristan and I got together because that was his major start uh, fandom. And when I was recovering from surgery, the first time I had ovarian tumors, he made me watch all the movies, and I hadn't realized I hadn't seen A New Hope. I had seen so many clips of the first movie, but because that movie came out the year I was born. I guess right. I just never saw. I I did because I didn't remember a whole bunch of the movie except for different clips that I'd seen, and so that got me into it. And I started to rewatch them. And then, of course, in the early days of he and I being together, the the prequels were coming out. So uh, Phantom Menace had already come out, but by the time we got together, but we got to see. Um, uh, Clone Wars and and Sith together and stuff like that. So our our fandom, my fandom became intense. I get more intense during his life, or be, during my my life with him in the early days. But I was always a Marvel fan. It's just that once the most recent movies, the most recent sequels came out, they're they're so terrible. Like they're so bad <laughs> for Star Wars, right? Yeah, for Star Wars, they're so yeah. bad that it, it like. I was even watching Tristan's (laughs) fandom go away. Like he was just like, thanks for giving me Marvel because I can't deal with this shit anymore. You know? (laughs) um, And, and so there's still things that I'm like, that I, I love. And I, I actually, I really loved the first season of Mandalorian because it wasn't Skywalker based. It was an entirely different thing. And it still felt like the world, like I loved it. I was less interested in season two, but I pushed on through. Um, and even then I was excited to see, uh, Skywalker and stuff like that towards the end, but, um, Boba, I cannot bring myself to do. And the reason why is because I think it, I think anybody too, that does have a pretty hefty star Wars fandom, it's hard to know more about Boba. Like the whole deal about him. The reason why I think he was so popular all these years is because you didn't know shit about him. Except that he wore a Mandalorian armor and there was, there was, um, yeah, he didn't, you know, he had that accent and everything like that. But like, other than that, you didn't know anything and you just kind of built up a mystique about um, the Mandalorian that he might have been because of his armor and stuff like that. And because of the books and the extended universe that talked about the Mandalorians. And then, of course, the Clone Wars cartoon that popped up eventually. But when in Clone Wars, when they give us Boba as a baby clone of Django, like even that was tough because now we knew more about him than we needed to. And through the clone Wars cartoons, you learn more about him than you need to. And, um, and so it like, it takes away that thing that makes him so interesting. It's, it's very, it's more so more intense than when you see Darth Vader for the first time, you know, like without his face mask, right? Like anything that you, thought about him kind of disappears when you see that uh and to quote um chasing amy feeble crusty old white man <laughs> underneath the helmet right it's like you're just like really this is who we were saying all this thing um and so, so he was like i know I, i've always said it was like so he he was like uh this feeble old white dude he was like hey hey <clears throat> Hey, 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 turn me up in the turn me up in the yeah. booth. Put my hey, uh, up. Put my, my snare up. <laughs> turn my blackness up a little bit. Let me let me. Uh, uh, yes, I want to be yes. voiced like this. So it's like it's <laughs> these little things with Star Wars. It's like these little things of disappointment that after stacked up over forty years of our life, it's just like meh. And when when Boba popped up in the second season of Mandalorian, I was like, or first season, no second. Whenever he popped up, the very first time he pops up in Mandalorian, I was like, man, like, we don't need to know more. Like, we don't need to know more about him. So I, he's just not, I I want to know no. less about him so that I can continue to really love him. And so that's why I think I can't bring myself to watch it. That being said, I, I like that actor, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that he is so deeply embedded in this huge fandom that you know at long after he he's gone there's always this big you know maori character representation and isn't, is that is that um that's the dude that is uh what's the name's dad right um yeah jason momoa's version is of aquaman's, aquaman's dad. dad yeah that's him 
Is he the one that made him a half breed? <laughs> He's part of the half breedness. He's part um, of the half breedness. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I like that actor. Um, so you know, like yeah. You know, so then shit. I will watch it, and then I will let you know if if you have to or not. Um, because I'm I'm one of those people. I don't think I get mired down by canonical and non you know what i'm saying and and this is over i think i i look at it more like okay this is oh this this guy's cool it's just you know what i'm saying yeah yeah for me i don't know why it is with the with the star wars and and it really is only a couple of different things you know like there's certain Mm -hmm. things that that i'm flexible on as a star wars fan and there's some things that i'm just like no this (laughs) you know and with Marvel, it's it it's less so. It's a little it's a little bit of that and not. But I think you know when you're comic book fans, you're used to things morphing a little bit with every iteration, right? Right. Because um, it's like, oh, that's a different writer. Because I yeah. think that we are we're more like, okay, George had this thought, and this is the thing, and this is what it is. Yeah. Wait, you have new people, and they're going to think, uh, you know, or then you know, you have the expanded universe in those in those in those. Yeah, books. the expanded universe outgross george so when right. george tries to get it back like in the prequels i think it's fucking up because some of us have become so absorbed by how good the extended universe stories right. are like some of right. them are really good and then when he gives it up because he's like fuck y'all <laughs> i'm done give me my four billion dollars <laughs> um give me that b you know what i'm saying like when yep. he gets to that and then other people take it over I just really hoped that they were going to um, honestly, I hope they didn't tell another Skywalker story. I wanted them to just give us extended universe, like just give us a world in which the force exists. And even if you have like these little side things that will be like mentioning the Skywalkers or whatever, as as they weren't the only thing in the force, obviously there's there's a Jedi Council before the yeah. Skywalkers and all this shit. That's just one part of that. So yeah. why are we still always on that on that app? Well, on that path is very frustrating. And like you know, our cats are named for a lot of the Knights of the Old Republic era, um, and even a little bit after that, but well before um, the mo- world of the movies and stuff like that. Like tell those stories. Give us a Revan story. Give us. Um, crate give us bane like there are some characters sith characters that are like you the thing is you could do so much and never touch a skywalker or a palpatine right. like right. you can do so much and i really just kind of hope that that's what they did for a while um, um and i think that that's maybe why a lot of time a lot of people did like the sky the not the skywalker but the uh mandalorian yeah because it was like oh shit it don't got nothing to do with them uh them bratty ass kids yeah. that fucked around and went and you know and killed yeah. the, the you know the dude that taught him how to do shit and then all yeah. of a sudden he you know um <laughs> I mean, that's pretty- my favorite star wars meme is the picture of princess leia comforting luke and she said did your martial arts coach just die a few minutes ago like oh i'm sorry yeah you just lost your martial arts coach from a few minutes that you've known for a few minutes like my whole planet died yeah like oh my gosh i'm sorry buddy it's so good anyways go ahead yeah no no no. i'm just saying like it it, i I think that that was what was you know what brought people to watch that and got you know kind of that oh that, that rev you know that stirred up again you know yeah. what i mean and then they went yeah. with uh because i i loved uh, you know obviously you love um uh, the clone wars uh i even liked um the one with uh siobhan and seb and the rebels, uh, what was that huh? the rebels yes um and so i know that you know with with them doing oh, uh, some of those characters ahsoka uh yeah Savannah, uh, Siobhan is gonna come you know what I mean all of that type of you know those types of things now I know that they're doing oh boy that you love how do you feel about that the blue skin dude oh Thrawn um I'm excited about that if Thrawn keeps his thrawniness because so you 
and you know that I'm gonna be Thrombe when it's Thrombe. I'll, I'll, I'll talk I'll, about I'll, it. So. Yeah, um, I love Thrawn. So I really because they decanonized um, the Thrawn trilogies, but they ended up putting Thrawn back into the world through Rebels, which I I actually haven't seen much of Rebels. I've seen some of it, but not all of it. Um, but I have seen a little bit of of the animated one. Um, if they keep his Thrawniness down pat, then they can they can. They can do a whole bunch of stuff with him, and I would be right. fine with even if it isn't necessarily like exactly what happens in Thrawn trilogies. Um, for but the, you know, for, for the people at home, what is the Thrawniness? The Thrawniness, like yes. you know, he's just he's so cold and calculated that like is it because he doesn't? He is straight. Doesn't he doesn't use any type of he, he has no kind of he has a straight boom mm -hmm. and he knows and this uh, there's nothing that's like oh yeah um last time I did it this way let me you know no he just is like okay he, boom, he's just very is... matter of fact he's very calculated he's okay. he's very much an admiral like this is how we do it there are protocols and things like that right right. Um, but but like he also does this without the force but what he in the books at least he has these creatures that he found on this planet that block the force like genet on a genetic level these creatures um basically like, the, the force can't do things around are those like animals anti-metachlorians basically like they're they're <laughs> like i would picture them the way i kind of picture them is like furless slots if i'm remembering kind of the way they describe it in the books um, but they basically just kind of curl around something and they just chill, but they just have a but natural, they right next to him like, oh. yeah. And they have like this aura around them that is blocking the force. So he just has them like up on posts in his throne room or in his area or whatever. So like he could have Skywalker roll, like he could capture Skywalker, right? Get him in the throne room and shit like that. And Skywalker could be like, mm, and he'd be yeah. like, are you trying to wield the force? That's adorable. Mm. You know, like he could <laughs> yeah. he could just be really condescending and things like that. So I I like that really like cold calculated type of villain. I like the chaotic one too, but like like a joker or something like that. But with him, it's just that he his mission for his internal mission is so clear. Domination. Right. And um and there's not wavering where like someone like Darth Vader, mm -hmm. he's a, he's an emotional villain. So very much the emotion, it, which oddly, even though it's a mask, you see a whole lot of emotion in him as a character um, kind of drives him. And then of course we get to see Anakin in the prequels show just like how emotionally like the man, the poor man needs therapy so right. that he can live his life. Right. Um <laughs> You know, so that's a different type, right? Where and or like someone like the Joker, that's just like pure chaos, like evil for evil's sake. This mm -hmm. guy is just like, I'm here to dominate because I'm smarter than you, right? And I can do this. And that's what it can. is. Right. Yeah, and right. I just, yeah. I just really like, I just really like him as a character. Timothy Zahn, the one who wrote a lot of like what, what a lot of what people think are are sort of extended universe canon. Um, mm -hmm. he wrote that trilogy back in like the eighties and nineties, I guess. And I still have it on audiobook. I listen to it from time to time because, because it is so good. It's, it's been a while since I have, cause I've, I've been struggling with <laughs> Star Wars, but, um, but yeah, it's just good. And there's another Thrawn book that's out now, um, that I haven't, that is written by Timothy Zahn that I don't know if it's sort of also like kind of re retelling his story since Disney dropped the Thrawn trilogies as canon, but you know, I might download it and listen to it. We'll see. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, cause I know that he might show up on Ahsoka um, on that, yeah. on that show. Cause I think that that's who her big bad is. Uh, okay. So that, that will yeah. work. So I'll, I mean, I'll let you know. I'll let it you know. Be I'll be, I'll be working see... around on Disney pluses. It'll be interesting to see how Ahsoka's show is used because like in her, I, I haven't finished her book either. I've, I've gotten most of the way through it. Um, and this, uh, her book pl takes place like when she's almost immediately, like in the la in the few months after her leaving, um, 
Skywalker and all that kind of stuff when when she goes for the last time or whatever um and she's in hiding still I I I know the Empire is looking for her but um I don't recall if specifically like Thrawn is the one that pops up but you know like I think it would make more sense to tell stories about Ahsoka than to tell stories about Boba because Ahsoka's not a closed book right like you you are curious about what it what did she do when she went gray Jedi? You know, she was like, yeah, I'm in the middle, bro. Yeah, so I think that <laughs> it's like far more interesting to me than than Boba because I need Boba to remain a mystery. But at this point, it's like just too late. Um, because I and and here's the thing: I, I hope I don't get you know. There's an antihero, and there's just there's antiheroes for you know like. And, and anti-heroes are, are big right now like venom yeah. um you know what i'm saying things exactly. like that where you know exactly like bad people that do kind of good things kind of but and i don't know if they are gonna do that just to do that you know what i mean like there's a there's a reason why you want to not have him be what he is yeah. like you said um, well like but also... for, for a character like deadpool or or punisher what makes sense is that they do do dirt, but they do a lot of what they do is to protect others. It's just it's kind of like somebody has to do this dirt, right, to save other people, right? It's and, like the killer. If 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 Batman doesn't kill people, but he has a partner that actually kills, because <laughs> hey, I would still think if he doesn't weak. kill, then the bad people are going to go get back out there, like we always yeah. say. But right. but with like Boba, with Boba's motivation, like his 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 canonical motivation is making money. It's not I'm a, a scoundrel with a heart of gold. Um, he'll kill oh if he God. he'll God. kill God. if he has to because you're getting in the way of his money. You know what I'm saying? Like like the right. so in a nutshell, when um when Han Solo is being frozen in carbonate um he says boba says he's no good to me dead meaning like what the fuck operation is this because i need to cash that check right. and which is implied in that threat or in that statement a threat is implied like if he dies and i don't get my money you can go you, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like you, you, you that's not what's gonna happen that. um <laughs> right. And and to, and to Darth Vader too, right? Like how bold. Right. Um, so I think that I think what's the problem with revealing more things about him in Mandalorian and in Book of Boba is he he's or like in Mandalorian he's already done he's already showed up for a good cause, and that, that could have been it. That doesn't yeah. that's not a thing for him necessarily. Like maybe in his that. older age, sure. But like his motivation, his primary motivation, which is why people liked him so much, is that he was a mystery that was about his money. He was a mystery wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> he just was about his money. And his the mystery of him was who was he and where did he come from? We start to learn who he is and where he comes from through the prequels, which already damages the mystique of him a little bit. Mm -hmm. But when you have him come in to save the day kind of a thing in in mandalorian you've just now undone the boba-ness of boba to me um there's a lot of nisses in there girl i mean know, losing the boba-ness and they better keep the thrawniness the thrawniness um, um that's that's a that's a thing that i think makes sense to me now to add yeah. this at the end of stuff because like someone like like um like darth vader even he is Anakin. He's got all this emotion. It channel he channels his anger in such a bad way that he ends up going to the dark side. He exists in the dark side for many, many years, but ultimately he turns against the Emperor because he he sees it's his son. It's you know that kind of stuff eventually touched wow. him and it broke the cycle of evil for him. That's not off character. Right, cause because he was he's good at already an emotional person. He goes to the dark side Sad. because okay, I of, of self-preservation uh, or not self-preservation. He goes to the dark side in the attempt to learn how to keep Padme alive. 
So now he's in the dark side. He, like he's it's failed. She's gone. Whatever. Now he has a now he sees his child that even though he doesn't know his child, he knows it's his child. And so he can he can kind of backwards save Padme by by saving his child. So it's not off brand for him right. to do what he did, where it is off brand for, Boba for the way that we're introduced to Boba and the way Boba exists for 30 years. Um it's off brand for him to come through and like save the day. Got to get my uh, my stand yeah, up. Your your last steps in before for your watch. Yeah, because my watch was like, hey, you have you've been sitting down because you've been doing all these podcasts for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to stand up. <laughs> I hate little... when the Apple Watch tells me what to do. You're like, breathe. I'm like, you Let breathe. Me, shut your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what to breathe. Shit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was so... like seven o'clock. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that, and I, so I mean that I had gotten got my PS5. So I started to because I've been waiting to play the Last Jedi. I don't know if it's a good game or not, mm. but I've been waiting to play the Last Jedi because I wanted to play the upgraded version on the PS5. Yeah, yeah. Because why would you not want to? Yeah. Why not? Um, and it and it looks beautiful. Um, and did we talk about the game? That- to bring other PS5 because we wanted I wanted to talk about a game that uh, was a great co-op game for a PS5. It actually mm-hmm. won Game of the Year. I don't know if we even speak we spoke on it because I don't think we did. A, um, a we guest last break. week and it's called yeah we had the break and the guest. Um, it's called mm-hmm. It Takes Two. I have not heard of so it. So no. So this game. So at the starting of the game. You see, you know, mom's driving home, you know, because you start on the country road and then all of a sudden, you know, because that's the starting of the game. You know, that's the picture at the front. It says it takes two. And all of a sudden mom's driving in with her car and the dad's there and he's throwing trash away and the, the girl's there. And then all of a sudden they're talking about stuff. And you know how married couples, you know what I'm saying? Well, did you do this shit? Oh, my t- but did you do that? You know what I mean? Hey, I, I guess. Hey, we might as well tell her now that we're getting a divorce. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's the that's the starting. And so the parents are getting a divorce. And they go to tell the daughter. And they they go in and you're like, you know, your mother and I are getting and this is a video game. So your mother and I are getting a divorce. And so we just wanted to, you know, holler at you, let you know that you finna have some, you know, issues and shit. Two Christmases. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, two. Yeah. So we're going to let you know that, you know, that's what's going to happen, but we're mm. always going to love you and shit. You know, they always say that shit. So, yeah. and side note, just so you all know, and this is, this is good for you. You ain't got no kids. It is the kids fault. <laughs> they the ones that make everybody all upset shit. And then the parents be yelling at each other and they start mad at each other. I'm just telling you, <laughs> yes, we may say that. They fault. may say that shit, but it's the kids fault. It's not their fault per se. It's but not if, their they're, they're like the sand in the cogs that were all oiled up and shit. You feel that's me? funny. Uh, but so go back to the game. <laughs> so then, so the daughter, so the dad's like, man, all right, whatever. We tell her. He goes to his study. The mom goes to take a little nap or something. And then all of a sudden, the dad wakes up as a little clay guy. And all of a sudden, the mom wakes up as a little knit doll. And so they're little dolls and they're like the hell are you know and that's it's them like what do you do oh i think i can picture this now i'm gonna look it up to see if it's what i think it is yeah so you it's a co-op game just like you know contra where it it actually you do things at the same time but then all of a sudden sometimes it'll split and Mm. you play you play off each other sometimes because sometimes and there's this okay so then when you get there you're like what the fuck is going on and so then there's this little this little book pops out and he is a it's like he's a latin lover you know he's talking like this we are going to get you guys back together and it's called the book of love or something and so he's like all right okay the first chapter is cooperation and you are going to have to work together to come together and (laughs) save the marriage so it's it's so the whole game is about how they work together and defeat these different things. And they're in the kit, they're in their yard. So one thing is like they're in their attic. The next one they're in the yard fighting against like there are the bees that are against the squirrels. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's it is when you're playing the game, you're like, how the fuck do these people think of things like this? But it's <laughs> very good co-op, very good, and 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 we just ended up beating it. It was who are it, you playing? Are you playing game. with your wife? Or are you playing it with the kids? No, I, Isis and I just played it. Mm. Isis and I played. She was the girl all the time, and I was the dad. So, but it was yeah, it was it was it was a really good co-op game because I've always liked that that thought of that, but you never really see co-op games where you need yeah. another person to play with. Um, yeah, that you can play stopped. with it online where you can play just random mass people yeah, and you can, yeah. you know, help each other, but it's, it didn't have as much effect as that. Hey, let's go play the game. You know, well, let's that's, beat this. that's how we ended up getting two Xboxes was because Halo five became non co-op on like, you couldn't do split screen anymore. Right. Right. So we bought the two boxes so that we could play co-op together this version of you just Halo. made two boxes the two tvs <laughs> yeah, two t- yeah so we got so we already had one box we bought another one we bought an extra tv and we started playing so for like the last five six years that's what we've been doing then halo infinite dropped and we started playing halo well we got ready you know i got my new box he's he's got his old box but we got ready to about to play couldn't do co-op he kept he kept trying to join me to him and all that kind of stuff had to google Right now, Halo Infinite is not offering co-op, but they plan to do it down the road. I've which... heard that Halo Infinite came out like not that it was a half a game, but it was like just the campaign. It's just and... the campaign. Um, right. And, it, you know, it's beautiful. It's doing all the things that a Halo game does. But the way we had to play it was the same way we had to play Last of Us is that mm-hmm. I played for a while, either uh, either through a chapter or until we died. You know, as the game progresses, it ends up being like we die like quicker and shit like that because we always play on Legendary. So, um, <laughs> like, I played through like the first... We have to. So I played through like the first chapter, I think, because in the beginning it wasn't as difficult. Um, and then he would pay, take the next thing. And then after a while, it would be like we'd get into a, a firefight. And, you know, if we died too quick, we'd be like, OK, you can go for another few times or whatever. And then we started trade off. And then after a while, the the joy of playing Halo together, which is like a big bonding thing that we've always done like halo one came out the year we got together so we've been playing the halo games together you know our whole relationship and um it just killed it for me like i just i just kind of stopped enjoying it and so we're playing it on my um on my gamer tag and i kept feeling bad i was like you know what we should play it on your gamer tab because you know, I feel bad. And he's like, no, no, we're already here. Let's just do it. And so we finished the game on my gamer tag. And now he's coming back and playing on his gamer tag basically by himself because like, so that he can kind of get up there. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, you need to I, get the halo. Yeah. Halo. So I just, I just, I just kind of, it just took the joy away from doing it. Um, mm. Be, for them doing it but like they say it online like they'll offer co-op eventually it's like by that point we've now already played the whole point of the way we played is that we played this particular game together right. this game and game of war uh, gears of war are like the two shooters that we play together other than that i usually just watch him play whatever he's playing and then um, my other games i play are the lego games because those those are yeah. my lanes lego but halo I- I actually got uh, was it Lego Villains the other day? Just to so I was like, hey, the DC Villains maybe, one. Yeah, sure. Maybe playing this shit. Let me let me get into that shit then. Villains is a little frustrating because the way the split screen works. If you play mm. split screen, um, but it's but it's still fun. The one that I'm trying to play through and have been for years. It's really frustrating. Is the the most recent Avengers one, which is a couple years old at this point, and was for, and Kang is in play in the game. So like you're in a, a different version of New York, like Kang York kind the, of thing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. all this kind of stuff. So that one's actually like a little frustrating to play. So I only play it on occasion. Um, but the the two best Lego games that there ever were to me is um, Lego Batman 3 and the very first Avengers Marvel. Was it just Marvel Hero? It was either Marvel Heroes or Avengers, whatever it was. It was after the first Avengers movie. Um, those two games are perfection in terms of um, Lego games. Like they're so fun to play. They're great. The whole thing. Um, but I still like the Lego games. 
but uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm playing that, and I'm also playing Death Loop, which is that game where you like you're trying to figure out who killed you, so that you can kind of you can kind of die sometimes, and you kind of go back and rewind time, and then you go back through and try to figure out who's killed you in this game. So oh, really? That's it's pretty actually cute. it's a pretty good pretty good game. So that sounds got good. some things I'm being doing. So yeah. Um... Yeah, so between a little bit of gaming um, and I started rewatching Travel Man because I love Richard Ayoade so much. Um, he's the, <laughs> he's uh, plays Moss in um, IT Crowd, the British version, and he's a black, white Brit, just like just like me, I guess. Oh, what I know. He does. Yeah, he doesn't have the Japanese in him, but no. um, but yeah, so I just I, I just like well, one, he looks like we're related. He looks like the men in my family. Yeah, so yeah, um, I like I like that about him, too. But uh, so I've been kind of rewatching that stuff. So I'm mostly just in a, I guess, a comfort entertainment spiral where like I need right. to watch familiar things that are fun. Um, but yeah, Encanto was was really good. Um, I'm happy for that. I since the last time I haven't seen Spider-Man again since the last time I saw I talked to you but I think I'll probably if it's not gone yet I'll probably see it one more time in theaters before it's done good and then other Um, than I've been researching moving out of the country (laughs) why you you, where where you want to go Japan uh, I want to go everywhere. Like I've always yeah. said, I wanted to live in Japan for a year. Um, I've I've always wanted to live in England for a little while. Um, there's a few places in Europe that I would move. Um, I want to do my pilgrimage trip so that I go eventually to Gabon and to Japan so that I can get in touch with those and Wales awesome. because you know I want to do the you know ethnic yeah. heritage spaces. I've I've already been to England, so that's one down. Um, three to go went, with and, me it's just i went to virginia and then i stayed <laughs> in america yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but i've been looking into it because you know we've been talking we've actually been talking about it for 20 years but if we don't actually like plan we'll never we'll never try it so i've been thinking about like you know in the next couple of years we should go right. we should do it you, you know my 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 boy he um he actually like he has a company here uh in, in in venice he um he actually went and he went and got citizenship in a in another country that he was in you know when all this shit started mm-hmm. um he was in a country so he just like was like he stayed um and he got citizenship um i don't know if, if he renounced I don't know if you have to like some countries you do have to renounce your American citizenship. So, yeah. So now that he's a citizen there, he, I guess he did renounce it, but then, so then he's no longer like he comes back. He says he can't had to come back under a 10 year something visa Mm. that he got, but he's like, but I still have my business here. So it's like, he doesn't have to pay taxes Ooh. Some shit like he's like he comes back and gets to do certain things, but he doesn't he doesn't have to actually pay his citizenships like type shit. And it's like I'm I'm a, I'm a two two minds because I technically I believe from the research I've done I'm I, I believe I'm eligible for UK dual citizenship because of my nana. Um, but the thing is, is because my my dad didn't do it for me before I turned 18 or anything like that. Um, if I were to do it now, it, it would have to come with me living there for a period of time. Right. Um, and I was talking to this company about like how you go about it. And it's a couple thousand dollars to like do the process to, to get. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Because they would do like some kind of um, evaluation. They would be looking into my, my Nana's records and stuff like that to establish her citizenship, to establish my citizenship, you know, I could do that and not renounce my my American citizenship. But if I were to go to Japan, Japan does not offer dual citizenship unless you get it like in the first 30 days of your life. Mm-hmm. So if I were to do that, I would have to renounce my American citizenship. So I have to really know I want to go to Japan, like that I want to stay in Japan if I were to do that. If I but if I were to go I think to- my brother I think my brother actually does have dual citizenship really because he played he did some he did something with the japanese team 
uh, baseball. Um, mm. So I think I would, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I mean, so, obviously I can't go to Italy and do it, but yeah, it's yeah. a very rare occasion in which Japan will allow for that. Um, and you have to have a Japanese, a Japanese citizen fill out the forms for you. And yeah, it, um, and it has to be, like I said, in the first 30 years of your life, other uh, 30 days of your life. Otherwise you do have to give up your citizenship. They don't do, to the best of my knowledge, they don't do dual citizenship with any other country. Like there's not like, right. we'll do it in, in China, but not in America or something like that. There's places. Because I think that because he was born in Okinawa. So, oh, so I think it might've happened was, when he was born. Yeah. Right. I think it was, I think it was a part of that because he was born on american soil because it was on a it was on a um on an air force base but also in yeah so yeah um and then like there's places in the in throughout europe that you basically have to live some you you have to apply for residency just like here and then after five years you could apply for citizenship um And so I haven't decided if I would want to give up my, my citizenship. It seems like a safer bet to keep it just in case, like if I'm eligible to do dual citizenship, Mm -hmm. but if we were to end up in a country that would tell you to get rid of it, I have to, I have to live there long enough to know I'd be ready to give it up versus just applying as a permanent resident or something like that. Right. Something like that. Um, Because I, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of countries that you can have residency in, and not necessarily citizenship. Um, but I don't think anything would change. Like we like to move every five years. So we might end up in England and be like, all right, now it's time to go to Denmark or now it's time to go to Japan. Or um, there's some places I'd be happy to just be for like a year just to kind of get the cultural right, you right. know, immersion. So like Japan, I think would be easier to do for a year than five. Because That's, of- um, I wanted to do like, uh, if you know, um, What's his name? Tony Gonzalez. He was a he's a he was a football player. He, a lot of people say that he and I look alike, but um, he he's mixed um, black and Mexican. He played in the NFL, one of the best tight ends ever. He actually went and did like a immerse, like he immersed himself in Mexico because mm. he wanted to be kind of a like a liaison between the mm. NFL and going to Mexico City and all that stuff because that's how where they're that's going. Right, yeah. Um, that's I would think that that would be a great way to do it, like to get like you said, to get there, stay there for a while and get that culture and yeah. such. He would, you know, so he went and that's how he learned Spanish because he couldn't do anything other than try to learn right. and get the words and do all of that type of stuff. So right now I'm taking two times a week. I'm doing a tutor. I just started a couple of weeks ago, um, a Japanese tutor. And so she's a natural Japanese speaker, but she speaks uh, English well. So we're having a good time like we're having too good of time because our sessions are only supposed to be an hour but we're talking for like three hours at a time um <laughs> like we both really like each other which is great so I, i'm already learning japanese in a different way than i've learned before and it's i think it'll stick better because we're talking about something specific that you know like um the the one of the sessions we were pretty much just talking about like being a mixed race person and she was asking questions about that because she's dating a white dude and you know oh. if they were you know that kind of stuff so right. then she would stop and be like okay so this word you know this sentence would be blah 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 this sentence would be blah 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 oh, and then cool. like yesterday we were talking about she's about to take a trip to these hot springs which are huge in Japan and so our whole lesson was basically like talking about different types of onsen which are hot springs all over japan and i'm like nice. i want to go to hot springs so bad so like it was it it got stuck in in a different way i so i really like her so i'm hoping in the next couple of years i'll have some sort of conversational fluency mm-hmm. and then if we were to, to go there there's these homes called akia akia homes and they're basically like because the population the older population is bigger than the younger population because Japanese aren't really having babies that much anymore. So like the older generation, as they're dying and they're leaving their homes to their children, their children are like 40 or 50 years old. They already established in their life. And they're like, I don't need a home. So these houses all over Japan are going vacant because they don't have anywhere to go to. And the, the country or the cities or the towns are, are just discovering, like it's not even worth trying to sell them right now because no one is buying somebody else's home because they already have these established homes so they offer them up to to people foreigners or or japanese and you can live in them for like a year for free that's 
And and it's not That's a awesome. scam because we're Americans and we're like, well, what's the catch? In Japan, yeah, like, they have a different mentality. So it's literally like, please help keep this house alive by just right. living in it. And you, yeah. you, you could eventually buy them. There's some that you can kind of rent to own or there's some that you can just live in for free. And I think like if you wanted to do an immersive thing, you could pack up your family and move to Japan for one year and live in a free house and just like learn oh, like that. that. Because a lot awesome. of the towns will try to teach you Japanese for free because they're like, you're here now. You, yeah. you can you can do this. Because um, it's a it's a like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, it's a benefit. You're you're keeping a, a traditional home alive just by existing in it because you know things fall into disrepair just because people aren't in it you know um and so they're not asking you to do work on the homes they're not asking you any of this kind of stuff they're just asking you to like live in it and keep keep the house alive and 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 stuff and i just think like i would love to do something like that i i wish i had been bold enough to try to do it you know in my 30s but um now like i just i want to get an opportunity to go abroad before i get too old to like enjoy wherever i go right Um, exactly so you're not just like okay that i can't really do much but (laughs) we're here you know what i'm saying like yay germany but i can't move my knees you know like (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like i i want to germanese (laughs) germanese um but there's so many places that i want to go and like you know our parents are military right my mom Mm -hmm. and dad both grew up in all different kinds of countries. My mom lived in the Philippines, she lived in Japan, she lived in Turkey. My dad was born in Germany. Like I never, I've visited other countries, but I've never experienced full immersion anywhere. So yeah, so um, I would like to do that. I think I just want my UK citizenship because I can. Because I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, give me that shit. Because I can. Um, Nigga, why you? Because I can. That's 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 an E-40 song. Cause I can. Cause I can. But yeah, and yeah. and actually, like I really love England. Like, like I I visited um, London and a number of different small towns. Um, and so, like, even though that's pretty pale, um, there was some small towns that I was just like, oh my gosh, I would leave. I would live here because, like, I wouldn't have to talk to anybody. I would just have to go down to the like this corner store and get my food and just mm-hmm. be in this beautiful countryside and not have to talk to anybody. Like I would, nope. yeah. And I, I think I've said this before. I would love to go to something like that and then like have a, have a, not a bistro, but like a, like a bakery, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just wake up at four and make <laughs> fucking Since you do already wake up early and shit. Scones and shit. You know what I'm saying? That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. Right? Like I yeah. So I just want to do stuff like that. I, I'm at this place. I think, um, now that I've done the the comic book shop and stuff like that, where I'm just like, I can do the things I want to do. I don't have to mm-hmm. not try things like right, right. because October of ni- 2019 is when we decided we were going to do the shop. It's 20, January of 2022 and we have an operating shop, you know, mm-hmm. we pulled that shit together really that. quickly and we that. did it. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that I could do something like that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I could just pack my life up and my, you know my cats and Tristan you, and just get the fuck gave out. You that, uh, it gave you that um, the understanding that you can do. It's yeah, a can yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? It's just Instead a can a, do. Yeah. So I'm very much living in the can do right now of just like don't let anything that I'm doing hold me back from trying something that I also want to try. Like I never yeah. thought I would leave my job to open up a comic book shop. Right. I did that shit. That's fun. I did that shit. Now I want to sell off all my shit except for my toys (laughs) right my toys my cats and my husband because you have a comic book store you can get more toys you know you want you want to keep your toys i mean because that's your that's your you those are my toys yeah um that's my throwback from welfare you can't take my toys (laughs) because uh, but yeah but other than that we know this well yeah like, (laughs) like my toys Maybe some of my art pieces, but other than that, like I think I'm ready to like just get rid of all my shit and just like go. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. So uh, go uh, uh, put some money in our coffee. Yeah, put uh, some so money in can... our coffee so that I can go <laughs> live in uh, in England. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, social media. 
Twitter, Instagrams at Blurred Comics, B-L-E-R-D-C-O-M-I-X-E-D. Uh, drop some coins in the tip jar in the uh, Kofi, K-O dash fee fi five co-fi whatever the fuck dot com slash comics um that thing is so confusing to me it doesn't need to be that hard but for some reason it's so confusing um and help us pay for our expenses for 2022 what do they say on uh on the witcher have you watched the witcher yet Mm -hmm. what does it say tip your what does it say tip your what's the word that i'm looking for oh yeah there is a whole thing about it too right yeah don't forget to tip your something so Whatever Do that, it is. peoples. Um, yeah, Henry Cavill is thick. I I, I approve of that pale face. Yeah, um, yeah. those thighs in there, are, in there. Those, those thighs. Um, <laughs> it's funny now that I realize that of the two like pale boys that I that I dig, they're both British, thick Brits. Tom Hardy and Henry and, Cavill. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're both, both that thighs. I think I, they are uh, subliminally talking to your inner Brit. That's what come it back is. Home. Like, come back home, girl. Um, it is, it is weird to be like you know mixed blackity black type of person, but be like as soon as I got back, to, as soon as I got to England, I was like, this feels like home. Right. <laughs> it was very weird, but um, but yeah, I I loved it, and I love those witchers' thick thighs. Um, Sidetrack. So yeah, give us money. <laughs> give us money so I can go see Henry Cavill. Yes, sick yes. Um, in uh, poison. Kofi, in poison. Uh, Kofi at or dot com slash blurred comics, and uh, and also if you're in the San Diego Oceanside area, in February twenty sixth, we will be united again together again. Uh, blurred comics at the Black Nerd Expo. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then stay tuned for whenever Storytellers drops so that we can, I'll share the the links on the social media and stuff like that too. So you can hear the story that we told together. Because we got a little story to tell. Yeah. 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 But uh, like we always do about this time, uh, her and I, me and her, we like to say, Bye. Bye. Mommy made me mash my M and M. Here we go. <laughs>is a main hustle media podcast co-hosted by mixed girl main and blurred vision produced and edited by charmaine johnson if you like our show please subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.